0: Okay, today, Hamza, what are we talking about?
1: Um, I want to talk about the movie we watched last night. Right. American Psycho.
0: Yes. I,
1: I'm i fascinated
0: by that movie. Yeah, it was an interesting movie. That was the first time I watched it. It was the second time you watched it?
1: Yeah, it was the second time I watched it, but it was the first time I watched it in full in one sitting, and it was the first time I watched it in maybe three or four years. Mm. Um, I just think it's it's such an interesting dive into almost like an, uh, an elitist's human
0: mind. Right. Yeah. They, they try to, at some points in the movie, you literally hear his internal dialogue, like his, his, uh, his thoughts.
1: Yeah. What I find interesting about it is like, so, okay, maybe we just set the table about like quickly what the movie is about. Basically it just follows this young banker on wall street in mm-hmm. the 80s, mm-hmm. so like the, the heyday of Wall Street. And by day, he's just a super elite, wealthy guy who his whole, all his relationships are super shallow, and it's all about kind of fitting in, which is a major theme in the movie. Right. But by night, he's allegedly a complete psychopath.
0: His relationships are super shallow, even with his girlfriend.
1: He like, has no real relationship.
0: Like, yeah, right. Like, even in the beginning, I mean, quickly you see that He he's fully aware that his girlfriend's having an affair, and he's not phased whatsoever because he's he's having having (laughs) his own affair. And uh, but even
1: beyond that, I think the cool part is he's not he's very self aware in the fact that he doesn't feel anything because he he says it multiple times.
0: Yeah, like he feels unhuman relative to other people. Yeah,
1: he's like the deeper I dive, the less I feel. Or well, it's not even less because he doesn't feel. But the whole point is he's literally. I mean, the, the title of the movie is American Psychopath. Mm-hmm. I mean, American Psycho. I and mean, he, he's just somebody with psychotic traits. And he, he just doesn't, he never, unless he's faking it, he never displays an ability to feel emotion. Right. Um, but he's almost totally in control almost all the time, mm-hmm. socially or just when he's interacting with other people. Because he's able to just kind of put on a face, because he doesn't actually feel anything. Therefore, he has no limits to what he can and can't do. And it's just—I think it's just a really cool deep dive into that kind of mentality. And also, like I like the fact that it makes it like real. I mean, it's—it's it's a little extra the movie is, but it makes it real. It's like people are walking around with these kind of traits. Like someone who's who's classified as a psychopath or a sociopath or anything—they're not some weird class of humans. They're just like us right with certain traits that we can all kind of i what i found interesting about the movie is the amount of relatability in that guy in some senses
0: yeah yeah no i i agree um i think what's i i think what highlights what's highlighted to me is the possibility of a mindset kind of going astray and he kind of alludes to that in the beginning too where he's like it just feels like something wrong is happening in his mind and yeah. it's like and it's starting he's starting to to lose his control right like his urges are just taken and it's like he said that th- one of the main things that he feels is disgust like he's just so high up on his high horse yeah that he he looks at people he looks down at people yeah so strongly yeah yeah to the point where he's killing a homeless guy because he thinks they're so pathetic. Yeah. And, you know, when you have some sort of combination of some internal dialogue that's enforcing your own uh, pride, and then you also have these, like, real tangible, um, like, things you can point to in your own life. I'm a successful banker. Like, yeah. Like, you have this huge apartment, and then you realize some people don't even care, and you're probably getting, like... Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy the path that I think a normal human mind can eventually get to.
1: It's also a tale of isolation in a lot of ways because I think some of the things you're talking about are some of the things that, that he goes through in the movie. And I think you just gave a really good example of so. There's a scene in the movie where he essentially he has two prostitutes over and he's kind of treating it like he's having a dinner party as if they're not prostitutes he hired. And he essentially it, it asks them if they know what he does. And then he explains what he does, which is he sh- he's like a vice president at a bank, and it means nothing to them because they don't even they don't they can't even they're not in his world enough to understand what he means. Yeah, and you can see that he is shocked at the fact that they have no idea of his perceived kind of power
0: or, or importance right. in his bubble. Right. And that probably frustrates him even more. And it pisses him. Yeah, well, you can kinda see. But yeah, yeah. and then but
1: then the interesting part there is like is how he reacts to whenever these things happen. Cause there's a couple of scenes where he literally gets like chirped to his face because people don't realize he's him. Mm. And the way he reacts is always so funny because he's he's so because he's not bound by emotion, he's so able to just put it aside and stay in the moment and get what needs to be done or what he thinks he needs to do done. Yeah. Because he never gets phased. Right. He just literally in that scene, when they say that you can tell he's pissed off and there's like a half a second of expression on his face and then he's back to talking about whatever the hell he was talking about.
0: Right. Well, it's almost like he's just taken, he's, it's just, he's just finally at this point where he sees so he sees other people as so beneath him that he almost can't get offended at this point because yeah. it's, it's just expected. It's like he's a little offended, but then he's like, no, it's like he's probably, well, you're, you're so beneath me, you don't even see how high up I am.
1: Yeah, I think it's a part of it is also like, it's almost like a cognitive dissonance of his own where he he, I think we all struggle with that, right? We all think we're important in our own little worlds, but you meet someone from a completely different world and it just doesn't matter. And then he's someone who's only in that bubble at all times. He only hangs out with people like him you know and everybody around him all his sh- shallow relationships are based on his status in society mm-hmm. right so it's like he only lives in that bubble so he meets these two prostitutes that are not in his bubble and he can't even he can't comprehend that they don't understand who he is in his little world mm-hmm. right cuz he's he like and again it, and it's the same thing of like when he sees the homeless person like he any time he runs into someone who's not in his bubble who doesn't understand how valuable or important he is more often than not he ends up killing them in the movie if you think about it like that, right? you know, and it's like, he can't deal. I just, I think, again, it goes back to isolation. He has no real relationships. He's so isolated in his own mind. Mm-hmm. And obviously a part of it is, you know, like you can assume that somebody who's gone to that level has spent years kind of training their mind in certain ways and like kind of reacting to situations in certain ways to get there. And then part of it is, again, the society he grew up in. He was always wealthy, obviously, like from what you know in the movie and all that, but it's like, he's, he's isolated to the point of he doesn't even understand what human connection is right and therefore everyone to him is that far beneath him and yeah. he doesn't like anybody and he just hates everybody right but he he's putting up with it because he has to fit in like what matters to him is his own image and his own image yeah only.
0: he's so obsessed with himself in the beginning of the movie he's like walking the viewer through his routine like all the things he does for himself. Like everything is so self-absorbed.
1: It couldn't be more self-absorbed. Right.
0: And it's like there's like this whole like all of his thought and all of his it's it's about how do I get better?
1: And he doesn't give a shit about work. I think that's an interesting thing because right. yeah. his his image is portrayed as this person who really care like he's killing it at work and he's part of this really prestigious firm and all these things but at no point in the movie does he display any level of interest in work. You never actually see him working.
0: Right. You know? Another thing I noticed was you never see his family. Like, there was one mention of his dad owning the place. Yeah. But you never see his dad. You never see his mom. You never see anyone in his family.
1: Exactly. It's all just very superficial relationships. You never really re- you never really see him refer to anybody as a friend. It's just people he talks to. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I kind of thought a little bit like, again, I keep coming back. I'm thinking about it now and I keep coming back to this theme of isolation where it's like you can get so lost in your own head that you're so out of touch with reality and then you can build a world that just allows you to be like that, you know, if you have the means to do so. Yeah. And he's kind of the ultimate version of that. And obviously this is, you know, it's dramatized because it's a movie, but that's what it is. He gets so out of touch with reality because he's only seen the same people thinking the same things, doing the same things. Yeah. That That's kind of...
0: Yeah, he's, he's built his own reality, essentially.
1: Yeah, it's and a, I think that's the dangerous part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's something very human about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it shows human potential. There's the possibility. Both ways. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, you know, the terrible possibility that yeah. a, a mind being so isolated. And it's like, you know he's obviously having conversations with people, but it's it's the fact that he's he doesn't really give a shit about anyone's opinion like he doesn't care he's he's you know superficially connected the connection is so weak
1: everything is trained his conversations are trained to be yeah well thought out. Conversations, right, just to fit in. Just to fit in. Yeah. Because it's interesting, f- whenever, facade. whenever he's asked his opinion on something, he goes into this like really deep soliloquy about something, like whatever it is, like even when he's explaining like the music before he always goes on his murderous rampages, he's always talking about like certain songs or whatever. Right. And the way he's speaking, it's very eloquent, detailed. Thought has been put into it, but it never feels real. Right. Or there's the scene, the dinner scene when he starts talking about kind of coming together via socialism and uh, and all these random like they were just talking about politics or something, and he chimes in and he says something that's so eloquent, accurate, smart. Sorry, you say at the dinner table when he's at the dinner table yeah. with with his fiance and yeah. her family, which are like yeah. those weird punk rock people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he he just starts talking about they're talking about politics, and then he starts going off on a rant, which sounds like super. It just sounded like really woke and well put together, right? And you can tell everybody at the table is kind of blown away by this guy, but at no point did it feel genuine, right? And that's what it is. He's just a practiced person, like he's not a real person. He's he's a facade, like he and, and he and then the cool part is there's times in the movies where he's being introspective and he's talking to the audience, and that's what he says. He's like, the deeper I go, the less I find, mm. you know? It's like, I just, I look like a human. I have skin. I can feel things, but I, I I don't have. He's like it. numb. There's no human spirit in him, almost, Yeah, right? Which is, he's like, he's essentially a robot Yeah, or an alien, Yeah, you know? And then you get to the ending, um, which really threw us off. I mean, I didn't even, I didn't really remember it being like that. Because you're going through this thing, and he's starting to get lose more and more control. And his worlds are more and more colliding, so he's kind of murdering people now. And it seems like he's not getting away with it. And there's a detective on his ass, and all these things are going on. And then the ending kind of becomes ambiguous, where it's like a lot of this stuff he might have been imagining. Or maybe he's not. Or maybe that's not the point. And yeah. then you're just like, you're like, whoa, what just happened?
0: Yeah, the movie kind of leaves you not knowing who to believe. You're like, do you believe the the main character or do you believe this lawyer or do you believe what you know it's like which which because again like all this is there's stuff behind the scenes obviously there's stuff going on in the world that they're yeah. trying to show you but yeah the wh- the the real evidence that you see in the movie you don't know which which side to to really take
1: but I think that in my the more I think about the ending because When the first time you watch the movie, the ending feels really abrupt and it feels like it wasn't done well and it kind of just, it took a turn right at the end and then you're like, why? Yeah. But then the more I think about it, the more I feel like it makes perfect sense because that's kind of the point. The point of it is not to get caught up in Patrick Bateman, which is the character's name, into his life and whether he did it or not or if he's going to go to jail or not. It's about none of that. It's just about the psyche of this guy. And that ambiguous ending makes you start thinking about it through that lens, I think. Otherwise, it would just kind of be like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. That was entertaining to watch. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that hits a chord with you, but that's kind of how I feel
0: about it. No, I, I feel like I I want to know what the story is. Like, I want to understand. Like, I, I think movies should make sense. Like, if there, yeah. if there isn't, like, an ending that completes the story, yeah. or, like, then, I mean... Th- then they, they I need an explanation why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like but because like you could still have all that psychology that you're talking about, all that interesting, yeah. like thought-provoking um stuff around Put how that taste in your mouth. how yeah. the how the mind can be so derailed from normal, you know, standards. That can all still exist while having a story that still like is complete and act and makes sense. So but but I think so at first we thought, okay, maybe he's imagining all this, right? But then Ben does some research on what, you know, what the story was really trying to get at based on, you know, the, the authors and of the book. Oh, it was based on a book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, no, there th- these deaths did happen. It's just that nobody cared. Yeah. It's just that he's so rich. He's so in this bubble is so corrupt that yeah. there's just Everyone's looking after themselves. Like the guy who's who owns this building, right? He lives in a really expensive building, right? All of a sudden, there's a murder in that building, or there's a psycho in that building. The rent prices drop, all like things crash in that building. So, the what does the owner do? Completely covers it up. Yeah. Which now that makes sense to me because like he walked in. If it was his imagination, and he walks in, and it's all gone, and and the you know the creators of the movie really want you to believe that it wasn't his imagination. Like you, you want to have some sense of 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 just like something that flows something that works yeah so he goes in and he sees that all the bodies are gone everything's cleaned up and he's like what the hell and then the lady just kind of like it was sketchy. The lady kind of eludes like there. She knows that yeah, she knows up. something something was there. But you but don't know now how much,
1: but you don't know how much she knows either.
0: It's yeah. And, very, and you're just confused as to why or like what yeah. happened.
1: But and then the interesting part is there is paint everywhere, right? Like you can tell it was yeah. freshly painted. Right. Because if if you walked into an apartment that just seemed like none of everything you just saw in there, so sorry, just minus yeah. the
0: bodies, the bodies, just like everything's fine. And going to be like, oh, okay, he's definitely been he's imagining. He's definitely this. Imagining.
1: But this is no, no. Someone's painted over this.
0: Yes, um, yes. So it makes it makes you feel like okay, something did happen. Like, yeah, he really did yeah. kill those people. And I was
1: reading more about it too, and I think one thing I one thing I read was like I, I watched the video of the director talking about it, and that director she has regrets on the way it ended up coming together, in the sense that she she didn't mean for it to be so ambiguous. Mm. She comes out and says, she's like, no, like, he, he killed people. It's more about, did he kill that guy? Hmm. But also, going back to what you were just
0: saying. That like, one guy?
1: Yeah, uh, Paul Allen. Right? Because that's the only person they're worried about, because he's the only one also a part of this society. Hmm. Right? It that n- Nobody in the movie gives a shit that he killed some homeless people or some prostitutes. But Paul Allen's death matters, because he's... right." removing Paul Outland from their bubble is shaking up that bubble.
0: Mm. You know,
1: he's important enough to matter because I think that's a comment on that society. Mm. It's like, the only things that matter are the things that happen to us.
0: But then again, there, like the naming was so... It seemed intentional that no one knew anyone's name, really.
1: But that's what I'm saying. So and everyone has a generic
0: white guy name. <laughs> but so then, so then... Paul Allen, the Patrick lo- Allen, The lawyer goes, the lawyer goes, no, I had dinner with him. And then...
1: But the lawyer didn't recognize him. So maybe he didn't recognize right it's just
0: so it's like yeah you you don't know like maybe he really did kill him
1: yeah cuz everyone is just a facade yeah and everyone blends in and everyone's the same there's even um there's there's that scene where they're in like a meeting or something and he's like talking about this other guy that he got mistaken cuz even when Paul Allen has dinner with him he thinks he's someone else hmm. the whole time he's calling him a different name and he's talking about how like they all wear the same suits and the same type of designer glasses and all this kind of stuff um I thought that was an interesting. So I think it was like a commentary on that society, but then it's also a commentary on society as a whole. Because I see, I see parallels from that to. You could apply that to anybody. Obviously, this is an extreme form of it, and Wall Street in the eighties was an extreme form of it. But like we could say the same thing about you know the society we live in, and, and everybody's kind of just playing a role. Yeah, and putting up a facade. Yeah. Um. And everybody is just sort of a supporting character in everybody else's life. Yeah. Like, you're nothing more. You're nothing more except the 30-minute glimpse you see of me Mm -hmm. and vice versa when we hang out or Mm -hmm. however long that is. You know what I mean? Like, all I am in your life is that two-hour glimpse when you and I watch a movie Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Like, so, I don't know. That's why, like, the more... That movie is more art than it is movie. Like, I think it's more thought-provoked. I I get what you're saying where it's, like, it's the ending is poor but i i think the idea of the movie is pretty strong hmm.
0: yeah you know no i agree because i was like i said i was, the whole time i was on the edge of my seat there wasn't like like from the moment the movie began till the ending i was intently watching but yeah it was just the ending left me confused
1: but the reason i like the ending is because how else could that movie have ended because it seemed obvious so where he yeah, was going well, the whole time, and what makes it unique is the fact that it just throws you off in the last twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, like you're expect. I was expecting him to get caught. So, yeah, but that's so, so basic. You I'm know ju- what I mean? Well, well, okay, sure, but well, but he did so much. Like, but did he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently, I don't he know. Did.
1: But here's the thing: like, that's also people's opinions after breaking down the movie. Did he do so much? I think that's. It's like Inception, well, see, but the, was it
0: real? The, w- that's. Like how I see the. I can't remember movie. Inception too well, but I didn't feel that. I don't feel like I felt that. Feeling. Well, Inception was
1: a little more complete. There's, but you never knew if it was real or not at the end because he. I don't know if you remember. He rolls that like that thing he rolls in Inception. Yeah, and it basically it starts flickering and then the movie cuts, so you don't know because if it stopped, that means it was real life, but it keeps going in his dream, so you don't know which one. And the whole debate was did all that actually happen or did none of that happen? And there were a bunch of things that pointed out. Like one of the things was like he saw his kids like running away but it was the exact same scene he saw before he left so how can that be real? They're just little things. I mean we don't have to get into it if you don't remember the movie but my point being it was the same idea as American Psycho where they were like, there was like the apartment that was painted over so that leads you to think one way. Then there's the lawyer who like doesn't recognize him that leads you to think other way but there's a duality to it because it could, it could go both ways. He could have either done it and not done it and there's an explanation for both. Yeah, but like there's a duality to it. And Inception does the same thing. I I felt like I felt like the difference between this movie and that movie was that in Inception it's always building this idea of what is real and what is not whereas this this movie does it only hints at maybe some of this stuff being in his imagination until the end where it starts ramping up. And then boom, that ending happens and then you're kind of thrown out. like think about it without the reviews you read.
0: Yeah, you know? Without the reviews I read did it I'd, happen or not? I'd be upset. I'd be frustrated. I think
1: okay, no, no, no. Okay, get past your frustration. Did it happen or not?
0: Without the, I mean, it's hard. I to I think go it back, happened. But. I think it happened because the. I don't think it did. What? What specifically? Like all the killings? No, I think
1: he killed some people. Yeah, but some of them weren't. I think a lot of it was in his imagination because he's crazy. Like for example, when he's in the ATM and the ATM yeah. says,
0: "Feed me that cat." Yeah, like, like that didn't happen. Yeah, there's clearly some. Also, when did of the he movie? get a gun? I don't know. You
1: know what I mean? And then how did he blow up a cop... Like I think the way he looked at that cop car that he blew up with his pistol mm-hmm.
0: made me think that didn't actually
1: happen. I, because it just got so unrealistic. I want to say... And that movie was relatively realistic until that point.
0: Okay, just putting American Psycho on the side for just for a second. Just tabling it for a second. Yeah. And just thinking about movies in general. Okay. I think there's, there's a way to make movies that don't leave a person frustrated and looking for answers like like there's some there's some sort of creativity where it's like okay there's there's enough open-endedness that the person is like wow you know there's maybe there's different ways to interpret this and it's interesting and thought-provoking but I feel like you can do that once you start playing with did it happen or did it not happen I feel like it's just it's just like there's a there's there's some limit that you're going too far. I get what you're saying. It, where it's like, you what's you the point if this is far? just going to be the yeah. thing? Okay, but like, okay, take like, it one
1: step back. Take it one step back. I am not a huge movie buff, but I like movies, and I think you're probably the same way. Like this movie came out in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. What movie had ever done this before?
0: Mm.
1: I don't know. You know, like we're talking about Inception. That's the only mm. other example I can think of. And ex- Inception was what 2008, see, 2012 Inception, maybe. Like, like I don't like was. loose
0: ends. If if they put something in the movie. And then I feel like at the end there yeah, was there was a loose end, a huge loose end. It's like what was the point? And even even start like there. It's like it's foreshadowing. But the point is what it's we're foreshadowing doing right now. without without the, the end result. No, but the point it's like is a loose tie. I, let me I give disagree. you an example. Let I me disagree. You, wait, let me give you a concrete example. Okay, not not American Psycho, American Sniper. Okay. Okay. Haven't seen it. So that was a movie I despised, and a lot of people raved about that movie. Yeah,
1: I thought it was stupid. I never watched it. I just saw the trailer and I was like, I'm going I, to k- it.
0: I kept saying that movie had no plot. Okay. So like the basic plot that you learn in elementary school for how to make a like a a, yeah. a story yeah just wasn't there. There was no structure. Okay. So there was like there was moments in that movie where when was
1: the last time you thought about American Sniper or it came up with. Th- anywhere in your net, like somebody said, talk to you about American. Oh, ne-
0: long, long time ago. After, after it, after I watched it, I basically that
1: movie is irrelevant to everything and anything. Sure,
0: but so now I'm making a point about okay, there were elements in that movie. There were there were scenes in that movie where you're like waiting for the significance of that scene to make sense. Right. So you're waiting, and it's like this constant. It felt like this constant buildup. To nothing. To nothing. And then right. it just ends, and there's all these questions. And it's like, well, this is just sloppy. This is just this just dragged me along a movie for an, two and a half hours and I got nothing out of it. I just got fucking frustrated. For sure.
1: And I feel that. And I felt that a million times in a million movies. I I did I, I couldn't disagree more about this movie like that. Although I was just as yeah. so shocked at the end, because this is what I'm saying about this movie. This is what I'm trying to say about this movie. This movie came out in the year two thousand you and I are sitting here talking about in the year 2021 that is the genius of this movie is because of the fact that it's left so abrupt it you're you're just all over the place watch it's timeless american american sniper will never have that effect cuz it's so not a good movie this is a good movie that did this with purpose this is not a movie that wasn't thought out enough to not have an ending this was a movie that the purpose of this ending was
0: this exact Debate. That's fine. Let me be clear. I'm not comparing the two. I know you're not. At I know all. you're not. But what okay, I'm saying but, is, but, you're, you're but, talking
1: but about a movie that was just not a well made movie. Which is a. Movie but I'm making a, a point.
0: I'm making a point about endings. Yeah. Amer- American Sniper never had me excited. Like it was the whole the whole thing. Whatever. But throw American Sniper to the side. Yeah. Uh, American Psycho. I was intrigued the whole time, and I could think of many different endings to that movie that would make me feel more complete. Like it's, it's not, the ending didn't make that movie. Yeah. And you're That's right. That's what I want to say. The director the says ending, that too,
1: right? The yeah. director literally comes out and says she doesn't like how it ended up ending. So I don't think you're wrong.
0: So like, but what I'm going to say is I, I'm interested. I like that movie. Overall, it was a good movie. It was interesting, but the ending didn't make it. It didn't make it. Like the whole movie was good. If anything, the ending I feel I'm just like like you said. You just said the director said she was ups- I was upset with how
1: it ended too. For sure, I actually love the ending though. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Like, because I think I, I get what, I totally understand what you're saying. Because I think whenever you do something when it ha- like when you're telling a story and you're going to make an ambiguous ending, I think that's so hard to do. Like, I can literally only think of one example where we can both agree that that was done well, which is Inception. Right, like that's a movie that.
0: Overarchingly like everybody did not have about an it. ambiguous ending though? Of course. Did it? Of course. I was fe- it real? I felt like it was a complicated movie, but I thought I thought you could rewatch it a couple times and things made more sense and then
1: Dude, watch it again. Go to the ending and tell me you know if it's real or not. You don't. That's that was the whole conversation around that movie it was like, did it actually happen? Because mm-hmm. there's no the, the whole movie leads you to be unsure of whether it whether he's in a dream or reality. It's not whether it actually happened yeah, or not. Yeah. It's just whether he's in the real world or he's still in one level of a dream. Because remember, he's like going within a dream, within a dream, within yeah, a dream. And all that. Yeah. it's like, is he still in that last yeah. level of a dream? And
0: at one point, his wife didn't know she was in a dream. She, she thought she was in a dream. Well, she killed herself. Yeah, she was thinking dream, to wake right? up. Yeah. But
1: so if we can talk about Inception in a second, I think what makes Inception so amazing is the fact that I think it's the same thing as American Psycho where it doesn't matter if it was real or not. You can talk about that till the end, but the point is that the guy's happy now because he's reunited with his kids. Mm. And he's okay, Like, because he literally spins the top. So he, in the movie, and I'll just remind you in case you can't remember, he has a little top, which is his way to know if he's in reality or not. And Basically, if he spins the top and it keeps spinning forever, he's, he's in, in a in dream. dream yeah. And if it stops, he's in reality. Mm. He gets home after everything happens. He gets home, he sees his kids playing. He spins the top to see if it's reality or not. He walks away before... like He spins it and then he just walks away. Mm. Because it's showing that he doesn't give a shit. Because he's like, I can be with my kids. I don't care if this is real or a dream. I get to be with my kids. Mm -hmm. Right? And then the movie cuts before anything happens with the top. Yeah. Right? So taking that back to American Psycho, I see it the same way. Where even the last scene where he goes, he's literally like after all of this, cause he's not sure. Like he's lost. He can't figure out. You can tell, he doesn't know if this is reality or not. He just knows he's somehow free. Yeah. Like nothing's happening. And he's like, I still feel nothing. So I think the point is it doesn't matter, but he's like, he's like now I'm, it's almost like he's unstoppable now. Like he's only used a new part of himself. Cause he's like, I think I did all that shit. And I'm still sitting here yeah. and I'm good and nobody gives a shit. So now I'm truly unleashed.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, you remember what I said before we heard, like before we did any research, my original theory was, okay, maybe we really aren't to know what's real and what's not real, what's in his head, because he doesn't even know what's real and what's in his head. Yes. Right. In that sense, that's fine because then it's, it's. It's bringing you closer to the main character's experience. Because yes. his real experience is the ambiguity. Yes. Is the, and he so,
1: literally doesn't know, but he just goes back to his day job. Right. Well, you don't know because the movie ends, but like that's what I'm thinking.
0: Right. But, yeah, it, it, that didn't add up. because well why doesn't that add up well no it does it does sorry I take that back the guy's such a
1: psychopath he doesn't need to know whether he did it or not he just thinks he did all that right and now he's like oh my god I got away with it
0: and the fact that he thought about doing all those things anyways is already fucked up enough and he
1: doesn't he doesn't have enough human emotion to like want to discover whether he actually did them or not (laughs) yeah which is like crazy in itself
0: well I think he's convinced he did it all
1: yeah and he's over it like I think the ending of it is like I'm over it he's like I, I actually like I, it felt good. Like, he even says the Lord he's like, I killed Paul Allen, and it felt amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then he gets thrown off a wagon because he's like, oh, my God, did none of this actually happen? Because, like, I'm still sitting here. And then it goes right into his eyes, and you realize his eyes are just dead. He's just dead inside, and that's the point. Right. I think. I don't know. Again, I think it goes back to the Inception thing where it's like, it shouldn't matter to you because it doesn't matter to them. Right. Which is crazy. Or,
0: or they don't know it, so you can't know it.
1: They don't know it, so you can't know it. Yeah, but I, I do get what you're saying with, like, the first... Like, that was definitely a bit abrupt. I just think it was the first time that... I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't, I'm not a movie buff, but that's probably the first time that was done.
0: Right. So, realistically, you always have the possibility of objective reality or subjective reality. Yeah. Like, as, as a director or as a movie creator, you can always show either both the subjective reality and then at the end oh he's actually crazy and he still thinks he killed all those people like you can show both and then show show the objective reality at the very end or you could just leave it you only have his subjective reality or you can have movies where it's just the objective reality i need like you need answers i need answers yeah, <laughs> yeah I <laughs> but that. i mean i mean i just think it's, I don't art.
1: Need... it's it's more art than it is a movie because of that
0: well, movie is art
1: to me. Movie is art. Sorry, movie is art. This is more of an artistic movie than a than a traditional movie where it has a clear delineation of what the end is, or you know something that makes it make all like I think they tried to do something out of the norm, and I think they succeeded. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm. They did something different. Where it doesn't matter. The point is that it doesn't matter. Because he's either. Because again, I still think it's like a commentary on that society. at mm-hmm. like the whole purpose of the movie or the book yeah right so if you think about it from that lens right let's add another kind of layer to it is he either did all these things and it was all covered up which says this society's that fucked up
0: mm-hmm. that's what i think it is right?
1: or he did none of these things but he thinks he did which says that this society is so fucked up that there's people this disillusioned who are succeeding in this society mm-hmm. and therefore this society is still fucked up mm-hmm. regardless whether he did it or not, no longer matters because it's just a commentary on the fact of how messed up that society is. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: And I think that's the depth of it. But here's the interesting part. Like, I don't know if that was meant... Like, if that was that was purposeful because I think that's the thing with art. Sometimes those things aren't purposeful, but that's what I took out of it, you know? Like, maybe that's not what they meant for... Like, maybe it's not supposed to be that deep, mm. but it felt that deep to me.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's deep because... Well it's it's taking you on the ride of, of a psycho.
1: It's yes, taking you with a functional psycho. It's getting
0: you yeah, it's it's just getting you to open your mind to what it's like to have the mind of a psycho.
1: Yeah. But I also think it's like a like it's human. <laughs> the movie is human, man. Like it's not like the guy doesn't seem too far off from like a regular person in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. It's like it's like I said, it's like just all it takes a lot of people think that they're this Let's say you are a really great person, right? And now you, you've 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 really you're confident in the fact that you're a great person, and you were always bound to be a great person because you're such a great person, you know. Yeah. And it's like the reality is, every four-year-old child is kind, probably you know, pretty good child. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like they, they don't have like. Yeah. It takes time to get to a place. There are certain human hacks, I think, that exist. Like, at one point, you look back far enough in the past, and everyone was murderers, you know? You look far enough back in the past, people were killing people. A lot of people were killing people. Yeah. And it just, it's it's about the environment that you're raised in as well. Yes. And, you know, you, you if you f- keep following the wrong, like, if...
1: You keep making the wrong micro decision.
0: Yeah, you can end up leading yourself to this path that's just dark, right?
1: Yeah, and it's empty. Yeah. So it's um, like what I think that it's save? relationships, right? Yeah, and I think the one thing that leads to dark and empty is lack of relationships. Yeah,
0: yeah, because uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. Because th- you need other people to keep you accountable. Once you break free of accountability to everybody, that's when you might be dangerous. But so
1: much of self discovery is of is about essentially isolating yourself from that. Right. So it's you want balance. You need to find the 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 point at which that individualism versus that collectivity works for you. Yeah. Because again, like I relate that to, I mean, I just look around and like, you know, you got friends and like, we all have people like, like, and including ourselves, like, like, you know, I live on my own and I think about that, right? Like what living on your own does to your psyche. Like it changes that, like I've only been living on my own for like seven weeks now, eight weeks, two months now almost. But I see the, the changes in my, my psych, like in my psychology where, um, It would like, I lived in a family of five for the longest time, and now I live alone. And now, when I go home for a weekend, it's tough because things aren't exactly how I want them to be. Because Mm -hmm. now I'm just so used to having everything exactly how I want it to be. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, okay, let's make two months, six months. Let's make that into two years, into six years, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm surprised you
0: didn't feel that strongly after you came back from university, like the first time you came I back. I definitely you... did. Yeah. And I, I did most it, definitely did. And then you adapted a bit. And then...
1: Yeah. I, and it, I, I always felt that the whole time. And then I got used to it because I did it long enough. Again, you get used yeah, to whatever you kind of put it. into, right? Yeah. I adapted. But what I'm... Sorry. The only point I'm trying to make from that is like the longer you stay alone, the harder it gets to not be alone. You know? Uh,
0: yeah. 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 And,
1: but the longer you stay alone, the more you have the ability to discover yourself and figure things out and, and be a better version of yourself. So it, it, yeah. it, it's happening together in, it's happening in unison with the other side. Yeah. It's like this enigmatic experience, right? Like the more time I spend alone, the more independent I get, the better I feel about myself. But the more time you spend alone, the less likely you want to be spending time. Like I noticed it. on. It's like you got to make micro decisions every day to like hang out with people to get social interaction and all these things because it's just so much easier not to. Yeah. Right, sometimes. Yeah. So I just think, I think it's, I think the movie is a, to tie it back, I think the movie is a, a case of the pure opposite where you can kind of assume this person has never had a single real relationship in their life. hmm You know? Yeah. Because I think relationships, by definition, require sacrifice. Yeah. And that sacrifice is what makes us human. In a certain sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it binds us to each other. Yeah. Um,
1: but see, that's what makes that movie so great. Like, look where you where we're getting from the movie. I don't know.
0: I, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. It's because uh, they're, they're trying to do something big. It's like, we got to convince these people that this psycho is, is a real, realistic character like that's a big feat to to try and pull yeah and And he's an interesting
1: guy because there's parts of his like there's parts of his character that are like like you want to emulate in your life the fact that he doesn't react that much in the moment Hmm. i think that's skill right like like someone can shit on you to your face and you're just still zoned in yeah like that's impressive yeah the fact that he wakes up every day and has a two-hour routine or however long it is you know what i mean yeah again those are like yeah he there are a lot of and he's a great looking guy he's like super in shape he gets a lot of girls like when you're watching that movie he's an impressive individual like you 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 feel the need that you want to be like him as well Mm. i don't i did it you know it's like yeah like that guy i
0: get it you know
1: he's a he's a cool guy yeah so that's where i don't know it just gets interesting because it's like how how deep can you go you know
0: yeah You can probably like. You have to be pretty. Uh, there is, there is like. Um,
1: well, I think the non-negotiable part is the relationships part. I think any times you, any time you make a micro decision, and when I talk about micro decisions, I just mean like, I think every big kind of, every big way your life turns out is a is a accumulation of these smaller decisions that you make over time that lead to this like big kind of. You look back and you're like, wow, everything changed, hmm. right? So what I'm saying is like. I think any micro decision you make that sacrifices relationships is may the right relationships may not be the right one. Right. Like you need to have really strong relationships, whether that's friends, parents, family, um, significant others, whatever it may be. Yeah. And there's certain and you need to kind of everybody just needs to figure out their own kind of version of that Mm -hmm. and how much of that they need. And those are things you just, those are non-negotiables. Mm. So it's like no matter how far you're going to go into this disco- like self-discovery phase, like there are certain relationships, like if you have certain relationships, you should not negotiate those with yourself. Like those shouldn't be the ones that are being sacrificed. Mm. I know I make it sound really black and white and it's never that black and white, but, you know, it's just kind of trying to think through the, that gray area. Yeah. Because I think those relationships keep you tied to the real world. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you go in the, when you're alone, you're in the lab right you want to work out you want to strengthen your mind you want to meditate you want to study you want to do really well whatever you you're, you're kind of focused on you want to read blah 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 you want to eat well and then you go see someone you really care about that's why you did all that mm-hmm. is to really enjoy this time yeah. here but you want to be here like you need to make a you need to be make a convincing kind of decision to be there Like, you can't sacrifice that for more of that. Right. Because if you're doing all that without any of... And when I say that and this, I mean, if you're doing all the kind of self-improvement all the time without any of the relationships... Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like having ambition without a purpose.
0: Yeah, there's, yeah. What is the purpose? It's like, what's the point?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you want to go to your friend's birthday and you want to look great and feel great and be talking about great things, but you really want to enjoy your friend's birthday because that's your friend's birthday. Yeah. And that's why you did all that work is to really enjoy that moment and that time you spend with other people. Just a random example.
0: Yeah. Right? Right. Um, one way I don't think it's relatable is like how many people can do what that guy did. Oh, of course. Like, but, but I mean, he might actually be on some spectrum. Like he he has some personality disorder or whatever. Like for um, sure. He's a psycho. Yeah. He's a psycho. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So like there's some amount of isolation that he is privy to that he's able to, like, he's just, he's just able to be isolated that long and be perfectly fine because he's so narcissistic. For sure. Right. Um, Or or he lacks, he he just simply lacks the emotional capacity to be social, like to, to connect. For sure.
1: Right. No, that's definitely a part of it. But I what I'm trying to say is like, like okay, like you're not going to wake up one day and become a psychopath. But these micro decisions everybody makes every day are what lead you one way or the other. Right. You know, you could get 90% there.
0: Right. At the end of the day, you're seeing an extreme example. But that extreme example opens up a spectrum. Like exactly. Once you see that that and opposite end of the spectrum, you see that it, there's a spectrum that's available. And it's
1: a very finite view on his life. Because even even with all that being said, he has tons of relationships. You just see it all the way through that it's not that deep. because. Yeah. He's sleeping with different women. He is literally engaged. He's got a friend group he's hanging out with all the time, Mm -hmm. right? Like, he has relationships. You just see how shallow they are. Mm -hmm. So, I think what I'm trying to say on that is like, it's not that he's fully isolated. He just lives on his own. Mm You know what I mean? Yeah. He's having those connections every day. But it's like, those connections need to continue being. Like, it's. I just think it's like something you have to do with conviction and continue to kind of prioritize those connections, Mm -hmm. which is what keeps the. Like the human mind saying it in so many ways, which I think is interesting. But I think that's a battle that like everybody goes through because there's times where certain people will always piss you off and mm-hmm.
0: that shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it's fucked right now because we're in COVID and yeah, you're you're almost we're forced in some sort of isolation more so than the normal.
1: For sure, Um it's definitely been a. I guess it's been a step back in a way too though, right? Cuz it's like, okay, you get to reevaluate relationships and people because you get to be separate from them. You you get to feel you get to feel who you f- who you kind of feel the need to be around, like who your heart is telling you to go to and who your heart is telling you to stay away from because of the fact that you're away from everybody. But obviously it has been prolonged to the point of like no return at this point. Like you're not Yeah. I don't think I'm taking anything from COVID anymore. I felt like the first few months I took a lot out of it. Yeah.
0: Now it's just fucking running out of road um
1: (laughs) well we've also been the longest lockdown in the
0: world so yeah it's pretty messed up um i heard recently i just want to see your take on this when you're alone sorry when you're with others you live as a statement when you're alone you live as a question does that speak to you in any way that
1: when you're with others you live as a statement when you're alone you live as a question.
0: Yeah. That's that's from the same guy who David White. Yeah. When you're alone
1: you live as a statement
0: when you Something I'm pretty sure I hope I got that right but
1: you other when you're with others you're no sorry when you're with others you're a statement when you're alone you're a question.
0: Yeah.
1: Um That's an interesting
0: thought. It, it spoke to me. I
1: have to let it sit a bit. But yeah. What do you think about it?
0: Well, it just it feels like when you're with others, you almost have to just put on the mask that you're ready to put on.
1: Therefore, it's a statement.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like this is who I am. Right. Because otherwise, you know, it's like you have you have an image to upkeep. in front. Yeah.
1: Of people. A facade.
0: Yeah. But once you spend enough time alone, you start. I don't know. Y- you spend more time in your head. Yeah. And your head has the ability to just confuse the fuck out of you. Absolutely. It's, it's like you don't know what to believe. Like I always
1: th- find it interesting how, how often what you believe gets thrown out of the window so fast when it's tested against other people. Whether it be about yourself or anything.
0: What you believe gets thrown out the window with, when you're with other people?
1: Like I can I can be alone and think about something for like two, three weeks by myself. And then the first time I put it out into the real world... Somebody throws a perspective that I just did Like, it's so obvious, but I never saw it mm. on anything. It could be a problem. It could be and something about
0: myself. It shakes up everything. And it
1: shakes up everything. And you're like, it's crazy how you can fall... Like, you can go into the depths of your mind and make things real that just aren't. Mm. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I think I'm starting to see what, what that statement says. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's almost like...
1: But maybe that's why you need the perfect balance of both, right? Because you need to be confident in who you are, which you get from your peers or just other people you interact with. Mm -hmm. But you also continue to want to be striving to To, be... To change, maybe. To change or just to understand yourself better. I mean, both things kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. And that's like the question mark. You always want to be questioning who you are. Yeah. But not too much, right? Because again, then you're back. Then you're like, oh, uh, that's all you're doing. And then that, that has negative diminishing returns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no that's a really interesting saying yeah i like that that guy's that guy's dope
0: yeah maybe we ought to uh listen to uh, another one of his things
1: yes and
0: uh and i still want to talk about ambition it. yeah yeah
1: maybe in the me. next episode yeah yeah all right well call it a wrap that's about forty-five minutes in. We'll call it a wrap. That was American Psycho. That was American Psycho by a couple of Canadian psychos.
0: Yeah. Not. So hopefully, maybe, uh, maybe we'll uh, check out some other uh, thought-provoking movies. And yeah, uh, we're very emotional
1: people. We not
0: <laughs> <psychos>. <laughs> and uh, and then we can review them. Yeah, movies, books. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And take it easy.